Hello and welcome to another episode of Bat Books for Beginners. I'm that English guy, John. I do apologise that I missed last episode. I'm currently in the process of having my room redecorated, which means that I can't actually access any of my comics. However, I've managed to get hold of the Batman Volume 1 of No Man's Land and it means that I am back providing reviews for this episode and for the future. So in this episode we're going to be taking a look at Legends of the Dark Knight 118, Shadow of the Bat 86 and Batman 566. These stories are written by Greg Rucker, Lisa Klink and Kelly Puckett. It features art by Jason Pearson, Guy Davis and John Bogdanove. Legends of the Dark Knight opens with the story of Batman being narrated to some children by Alfred. He explains the night left due to No Man's Land, and the children keep interrupting him to criticise Batman. He continues the tale talking about the squire Alfred in the story who was preparing for his return. And it also explains what Alfred was doing during No Man's Land. It transpires that he knew Batman had returned when he tried to fight a slave gang. Only he ended up having to be rescued by Batman. And the issue ends with Alfred returning to Batman to continue planning his expansion with him. Shadow of the Bat is entitled Home Sweet Home. It opens with Batgirl trying to stop some fighting. However, she is forced to withdraw and Zaz's gang retake a block. We then move to Sergeant William Riley, who chases off a guy who wants to tag his house. We then see him moving into the building and marrying his wife in a flashback. It then cuts back to him being taken by Zaz's gang and put in front of the gang leader of the block, who demands that he hands over his food as a tribute. William does so, but it transpires that rather than destitute him and force him onto the generosity of others as the gang had planned, he in fact has a secret stash due to the design of the house. He also shares out this food with other people. It then cuts back to his war experiences and talks about how it's similar to the events going on at the moment. We watch as the blocks change hands and two gang members enter the house. They threaten to shoot William, however before that happens they are attacked by two of the Joker's gang and killed. The Joker arrives and expresses his admiration for William and takes his souvenir, his gun, from him. And the issue ends with William saying that everything will just carry on as it always has. Batman 566 finally sees the arrival of Superman. He rescues an engineer before encountering Batman who tells him to leave. However, Superman refuses, and Batman says that he has 24 hours to try and help. He and the engineer begin to work on restoring power to Gotham. He takes out Mr. Freeze, who is trying to tap the power to control the city himself, whilst at the same time, the engineer discovers that he is incredibly over his head as people start begging him to restore the power, and they begin to offer their services to him, such as food, and Superman is shocked at this behaviour. He meets Batman at the end of this and tells him that he was right, that the people weren't ready for it. And Superman says that he doesn't know when they will be. And Batman says that he hopes one day they will. So that's everything for those issues. They are quite short and I'm not going to lie, 
to be honest, not really that much happens within them. However, I did think actually they were all quite good. I liked the Legends of the Dark Knight, which was, whilst being rather childish and I wasn't a fan of the artwork, was actually quite an interesting way of telling the story and imagining what was going on and that Alfred's using his experiences to create these stories for these children, which he's doing on behalf of Batman and for Leslie. And it also explains what he was doing in those situations. And it kind of, in a lot of scenes, shows that Alfred's not really sitting down and taking it all in and allowing it to unfold before him. He's actually going out there and helping. And he's been shaped by his time with Batman and with Bruce as well. But ultimately, it also shows how reliant he is on Batman as well. He wasn't able to take out that slave gang at all on his own. He needed Batman there to do it as well. And it shows this nice interdependency on the two of them, which I thought was rather good. I wasn't a fan of the artwork. It was very cartoonish, very stylized. Perhaps that was probably the start that they're going for. They're telling a story to kids, so they want to have that kind of style within the storyline. However, for me, it doesn't really work. My favourite out of all of these stories is by far Home Sweet Home. I like the fact that we're seeing how things are going in Gotham from the ordinary citizen's point of view. We're seeing how different people are reacting. And that also happens in Batman 566. But in this story, it happens to a much greater extent. I actually quite liked the character of William Riley. I thought he was rather interesting. I thought his character development was quite nice. And it was it told a story really well in a very short space of time. It kind of almost felt like the beginning 15-20 minutes of Up where we see his life changing and, and moving along and how that changes over time. And I kind of got the same sense of feeling that that was what was happening in this one as well. And I thought that was really nice. It was nice as well to see that he's not cowed by it, he's not terrified by it. And he's drawing on his experiences from his life, as most people would do. You always see in the in the films and, and in television programmes, people drawing on those life experiences to help them survive and to carry on. The best example of that is probably the characters in The Walking Dead. They're all drawing on their different experiences, and that felt the same in this storyline as well. Finally, Batman 566. It was good for what it was. It told a simple story, which was Superman returning. I didn't really like the fact that Superman saw how bad the city had got and gone, went, oh, well, I can't really help anybody here. I'm going to leave now. That doesn't strike me as a great understanding of Superman's character. I think he would have made much more effort to try and hang around and much more effort to stay as well. I thought that was rather disappointing. I actually thought the more interesting storyline in this was the story of the engineer, to be honest. I thought that was the the more interesting, and I think actually it would have been nice to see that as an individual storyline, that he manages to restore this power with Superman's help, Superman goes away, and we actually see this engineer try and cope and, and deal with the pressures of being somebody who can control the power and bring power to people's houses, and what people will do... To, to control that and how an ordinary person would perhaps deal with that pressure and perhaps collapse under that pressure as well. And I thought that would have been a very interesting way to see it. 
So overall, I'm actually going to give these issues 4 out of 5 batterings. I thought, to be honest, all of them were pretty good and well worth picking up and reading. And they're definitely worth it within this volume as well. So that's everything for this episode of Bat Books for Beginners. I've been your host, John. Thanks once again for listening. Next episode, we finish off Batman Volume 1 with the final three issues, and I'll also give a review of the entire volume as well, and give you my opinion on whether it's worth buying or whether it's something that's worth missing. So, as I said, I've been your host, John, and now I'll hand you back over to Dustin and the guys. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 